Hop into the mystery machine, everyone. We are off to London to saw some capers around the Olympics. My name is Felipe, and I have never successfully pole vaulted, but we are here on the Scooby Snacks and Chats podcast to break down Scooby-Doo spooky games as part of the Brazilian Dragon podcast series. And I am not alone. I had to join someone who has the record in most hours of pop culture consumed every year, uh, including podcasting about it. Uh, Robbie, Robbie Freeman, welcome back to the Brazilian Dragon. Thank you for welcoming me back. Uh, to be perfectly honest, my name is Robbie Looker, actually. Oh uh, just to Sorry. make sure it's clear to you that my name is Robbie Looker now. Robbie Looker. Uh, how are you doing, Robbie Looker? I'm doing great. Um, I got engaged last week, so congrats, I'm all about that Congrats, congrats. I needed yeah. the scoop. That's why I had you on the podcast this week. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you said we were just talking before. Uh, you've I watched so much pop culture, and I, I podcast on my podcast, K-Ball Friends, about pop culture. You fell behind, but the whole intro this week was me talking about the engagement. So if you want the full grimy details, by grimy, that's the weird weird word to use. I'm like, are engagements you, usually grimy? I don't think so. No, but... no, no. Details are usually good and not grimy, especially about an engagement. Yeah. Um, so if you want the details, go to my podcast. But otherwise, stay here, and we're going to talk some Scooby-Doo. For sure. Yeah, no, speaking of Scooby-Doo, uh, what is your backstory with the Scooby-Doo cinematic universe? Uh, were you a Scooby-Doo kid growing up? Were you just like an uh, enjoyer of the James Gunn movies? Like, do you have a, a long history, short history? Tell us that story. I would say that I have a short history. Um, it's funny you asked me to join this and you're like, which do you have a specific episode or whatever in mind? And I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> um, I would say probably my, my introduction to Scooby-Doo was probably Wayne's World. Um, so I, I don't know. You're so much younger than me. I don't, you, I know what you Wayne's get, World is, you know, but you know what I'm talking about in terms of Scooby Doo? I don't Wayne's remember the World? reference. Oh, so I know some the, of the other at, Wayne's World references at the end of Wayne's World, they do a bunch of alternate endings and they have the Scooby Doo ending, and it's delightful. And that was like my first introduction to Scooby Doo. Um, I was. I was probably the right age for the original like Matthew Lillard movies that came out and I enjoyed those, but I can't say I really watched the cartoons ever. Um, it was funny. I was talking with my fiance and she's like, Oh, I used to watch the cartoons all the time. And I was like, I guess I just like didn't, I guess I was watching too much Garfield and friends or something like that. So um, yeah, that's where that's kind of my backgrounds, but it was really fun to watch an episode and, and kind of, and kind of get into it. Did your fiance watch with you? Or did you watch it by No, yourself? she was packing last night as I watched my episode of, of Scooby-Doo alone. Well, honestly, this is a good episode for you because you're a big sports guy. And I don't know what your love of the Olympics levels are, but I know you love sports. So I would assume at least you have some fondness for the Olympics. Um, Flip, I, have, I think I can correct you a little. Um, we weren't watching the Olympics. We were watching the World Games. The World um, Games. Exactly. These were the World Games hosted in London uh, approximately around 2012, where the Olympics were also hosted in London in 2012. The Cartoon what a Network air date for this episode was 
uh, my, how old was I turning? 15th birthday, because I, it was July 27th, 2012, which is when the London Games uh, had their opening ceremonies. And I only remember that because it was my birthday. Uh, I, I do, I loved all of the mentions of the World Games because it's like, it's so funny to me, like when you see commercials during the Super Bowl and like they're not an official sponsor. So they're talking about like the big game or like, or like get your new TV before the big game. And they're legally not allowed to say Super Bowl. And as someone who worked in marketing, who works in marketing, I also have experienced that where like I've wanted to just say like the Olympics or X, Y, and Z. And they're like, no, you have to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to do that. So we're just going to say the world games. So yeah. yes, but I no, was excited and- to see it. I thought it was a very fun, like silly concept. And it, 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 it gave me a lot of vibes of a lot of different things. Now that I've learned more uh, about like different things that brands can do to, or like productions can do to conceal their brands or like address something without talking about it. Like I love anytime, like uh, I see in a blatant example, like someone highlighted to me the other day, I don't know why I thought of it, but like uh, the pair phones, like I knew it was Apple, but like they were literally trying to do Apple without getting copyright. I was like, oh, that's why they had it. I just assumed it was like for the gag. And I was like, oh. The Apple thing is wild where like Apple will not let, I'm sure you know this, but like Apple will not let their phone be used by a villain. Yeah, so like, I've heard that. If you watch Knives Out, like everyone has iPhones except for Chris Evans because he's the like spoil whatever already spoiled uh, yeah. spoiler for ten year five year old movie. But like he has a, a Samsung phone because he's not allowed to have an Apple iPhone. No, and I, I kind of love it, but also it's like that people need to start working around that if they want to be smart and like play with like astute pop culture enthusiasts like yourself. Yeah. I, I like I was look I look out for it now when there's yeah. someone and like usually they're smart enough just to use generics because I, I like you said bring back the flip um, phones for movies and TV shows exactly yes um I it's it's great I love I love when there's such a convoluted reason to like make the year 2022 or 20 what year is it 2023 like be like uh like 1995 and they're like oh like I guess we're going for our cleanse this weekend where we're not using our cell phones before the horror movie. Or like, there's always some insane reason why the cell phone doesn't work or they're not bringing their cell phones. And it, it's like, so they have to do all these mental gym, gymnastics. It's just very, speaking of sports, mental <laughs> gymnastics to get to get this done. I, I It's such a fun, like little, like now that I know more about some of these little things, it's fun to try to spot them and like, uh, I remember just even brand things. I think you put out a tweet when Poker Face first started about like what was your favorite brand sponsorship? Like Subway. Uh, uh, what were the? There was uh, there was a couple of beers. Bud Light, that they did. yeah. There Bud was Light. It was. Uh, but I remember uh, that was something fun that uh, I think I actually really enjoyed about Poker Face. Another show I'm kind of behind on, but I'm not as worried incredible about incredible show. Like I, I, I said it when I started watching, and I loved it. But it's I going to be in the top ten. It's going to be in my top ten um, of the year. Um, there is an episode I think with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt that like might have been my favorite. Okay, I haven't had gotten that, that one. I did the yeah, that's it's late in the season, but it's like very satisfying. I promise. Okay, and no, I, I cannot wait to get back to it. Uh, right now, I'm scheduled to appear on a Gossip Girl podcast. Um, that I'm XOXO. Super... Yep, I'm super behind <laughs> on Gossip Girl. I was like, okay, I'll wait until it's closer to my episode because I'm like on a season four episode, and so I let it sit there for a year, and now it's like approaching, and I'm only on season three finally, and it's like <laughs> middle of season four. But I'm watching it on 2X, so it's like it's okay. It's not like there's a lot of TV shows that are dropping recently. Right. It's not like it's not like everyone's trying to get in for the Emmy window. I think it's, honestly, the only sorry, thing I've seen the Mandalorian, and I feel like everything else is like I need to catch up on Mrs. Davis. I haven't seen a second of it. Ted Lasso, uh, finish shrinking, finish Poker Face. Yeah, Last um, of and us. I, I will. You know, you know what I'm gonna do? Um, instead of watching Shrinking, 
watch the watch the big door prize instead with um, um uh, crystal dowd yes i love him um, he's one of those I, like weird quirky celebrity crushes i have yeah he's delightful um i will say it's like very uh similar to uh shrinking in that it's kind of like a 40 something white man going through an existential crisis and like it's on my family. list it was just like lower on my list like yeah i, I liked I it better like, than shrinking i feel some guilt over it well shrinking i can talk about at work that's the only reason that it's like oh priority. there you go okay yeah um but uh sh- i there's so many things on my list and it's not that i'm not enjoying gossip girls that like i just wish it was at another time that i could prioritize i'm also like yeah incredibly that behind. when you're like yeah, when that happens to me when I'm binging a show and like like I'm rewatch I rewatched like The Magicians in January and I was just like casually rewatching The Magicians and I was like it's a good thing there's nothing else on because like otherwise I would not be doing this and like as soon as there was other TV I was just like okay this isn't that good I'm just going to mm-hmm. go back to other stuff. And like Caitlin wants me to watch Gilmore Girls and I was watching Gilmore Girls at the end of the last year and then I just like mm. went on vacation and never went back to it not because I yeah. dislike the show it's like actually quite enjoyable it's like Gossip Girl Gilmore Girls like there's a couple of these shows that's like I would never watch unless like I had a friend who pushed me to watch it uh yeah. or like I was doing a podcast on it but I feel like my life is better off having like experienced some of this because uh you're like assume gossip girl is going to be trash but it's actually quite enjoyable i yeah i, I actually really never good. watched gossip girl that's one of those ones where like i probably should add it to my list uh season one but I, I love blur, gilmore girls but what? season two was actually like oh the writing of this is actually quite fire like the dialogue is still kind of whack but the plot structure i'm like invested okay um, i'm into that i will yeah. file it away for when the writer strike start goes real deep yeah. and i need shows unless you're gonna watch like every single eighty thousand reality shows that they're gonna start popping up with now um maybe maybe not we'll see we'll see how much time i have in my hands yeah maybe they should bring an olympics to life <laughs> like early <laughs> they're, they're actually, they're actually the doing games. a show called the buddy games um based on this movie that was like the worst movie i saw i think in like 2020 um like and it's like a josh dumel hosted uh reality game show where it's like you're on teams with like your camp friends or your drama friends and it's like olympic style so similar you were to- a summer camp kid right uh, I was very much a summer camp kid. It, How it was, was your like, Olympic records in summer camp Olympics or color ward or whatever your camp called it? Honestly, I I could not tell you anything except that when I was like the uh, leader of the team, like I was in charge of the team, um, we lost. That's the only one I really know. Otherwise, like it, it stops being important to you when you're like 12 yep. um, and you're just kind of like, oh, I get, to time, I get to spend more time with girls like because like we're in song practice all the time yeah. and it's fun. So uh, let me just uh, confirm, like when you say you were the leader, that was probably like your w- equivalent of summer camp senior year of summer camp, right? Like your Yeah, last so year. like your okay. senior year and then, and then you're you like back as a counselor ever or you're... i did go back as a counselor okay. but like my senior year effectively of, of being a camper they chose like uh like four guys and four girls to be in charge of like half the camp um each of you like, got, like, a, a on, like the color war team. Like team. Yeah. and so i was like in charge of half the camp and it was just like the, it was one of the coolest experiences of my life it was just really cool that's awesome uh, as a counselor like as a camper i don't remember like color war day flag day whatever it was called at day camps they didn't really do it at the sleeping <laughs> camp i went to um but uh, the one time I worked at a sleepaway camp, and this camp was a miserable experience to work at, but we don't have to mm-hmm. get into that. However, I do own the fact that I was one of the counselors of the winning team, which happens to be the UK. So great transition for me. Hey. I'm there you go. Perfect. Self five. High five. Um, but Scooby and Shaggy are running away from a monster that the gang is trying to catch. They're on this like a track, um, and Diane sees Shaggy's run. 
um, invites him to the World Invitational Games. They, like, also unmasked the villain who was, like, some random white man who was probably doing it for capitalistic reasons. Um, I don't really remember what his crime was, what his purpose was. I do have a question. Is that how every episode starts with, like, the ending of the previous episode? Well, usually it's not even related to the previous episode. It's just, like— the, Oh, it's just, like, every episode starts with, like, kind of a cold yeah. open of them finishing so, a game. I've done—a uh, lot of these movies will either start out—there's, like, three ways. There's, like, kind of they're on an adventure— and they're like already on their way to the destination. There's like the, oh, a janitor of this museum is quietly bopping along to his headphones, sweeping the museum and then gets attacked by a monster. And then they get invited to go solve a crime. Like a so cold like, open kind of Yeah, thing. cold open. Like an or of there's psych. the one where they start with like, <laughs> oh, uh, they're in some, like one of the recent ones I watched, it was like Shaggy has, like he can't stop screaming and they're at the doctor's office. And then we get a flashback immediately to the night before where gotcha. then he has like, this uh mental like block for why he can't stop being scared gotcha. um so those are like the big three ways that kind of open up scooby-doo like um even in the so, live action they did it with uh like oh here's it's kind of like oh this is the flashback and like kind of how it, it makes it. complete sense the way they open it up like I, I i totally get that um i you know something that was interesting while i was watching this and i don't know what this really speaks to but as i was watching it i was spending the entire episode trying to figure out whether this was something that was like made in like 2012 when apparently it was made or whether it was a show from like the 70s or the 80s and what was kind of cool is like outside of like a couple of like drug jokes that like i think they still would have made in the 80s or the 70s like the jamaican joke um i i could not figure it out until i was watching the credits just like waiting to see whether matthew lillard was in it because he was like basically the only name i thought i would know and sure enough he was in i was like oh okay it's modern um but i think that was a real testament to how good it was i'm assuming this was like made this was a tv special so that's why it's even in the list of like the movies that i have to cover um but a lot (laughs) of these have started with like (laughs) yeah um (laughs) Uh, but uh, a lot of these have started with like a little animated sequence with the main cast being credited in the title cards. But this one just had the like credits at the end. Uh, so it was interesting that you couldn't even uh, see that it was Matthew Lillard until then. Uh, other than the animation, which like you haven't checked out a Scooby-Doo franchise in a hot minute. So you probably couldn't even tell if this was like late 90s or early 2012. Yeah, whenever correct. it was. Uh, like otherwise, I think the animation is the only big difference other than problematic jokes that you don't really see as much as the movies go on. Yeah, like I, I would guess like I, like like I said, the jokes in this were they were like a little racy for adults, but like nothing that you couldn't yeah. show like a 13 year old. Like, no, for sure. But like, I'm talking like, about like, like the cancelable jokes. Like there was a whole movie where- Yeah, yeah, there was nothing like, like, like there didn't feel yeah. like there was anything like, like there yeah. didn't feel any, like there was anything like that in there in, that I saw. Now- That should have been a dead uh, giveaway. You know? Yeah. As a, as a proud <laughs> stoner, how, do you identify with the Scooby-Doo gang? Uh, sure. Yeah. Like I think like- yeah sure like i i like i would definitely watch this while i was very high like i, I yeah. definitely helped my enjoyment of it and you're um, on the team I that think... they're always high right you're you're on that, um like yeah. i'm on t- like i i oh actually it's funny i've always just assumed that shaggy and scooby were always high i never okay. really thought about the idea that the rest of them were high to be perfectly honest okay no, because is that uh, like is it, like, it's like understood that they're like all high all the time? Th- there's a couple of theories out there. So there's like the theory that like they're all high all the time. There's the theory that it's like Shaggy and Scooby are like high and they're extra paranoid because they're like um, on drugs at that moment. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, there was there's also like the one that they're all just innocent high school kids. And I'm like, no, they're at least like in their early twenties. 
after no, college. They're, they're, in, they're in their, yeah, at this point, they're young adults. They're in their 20s. And there's explicit references in some of these. Like, again, I'm not, like, super familiar with the franchise. But, like, there has definitely been bits where, like, the car, like, where, like, the, the what's it called? The, the, the something machine? Mystery mobile. Machine. Mystery Machine. I Mystery. knew it had like a yeah. name like that. The Mystery Machine, and, like you see smoke coming out of it, like when they leave it. I think in the movie you see that. Um, yeah. I know from like listening to Matthew Lillard on like I think it was The Watch. Um, he talked about like the R-rated cut of the Scooby Doo movie that like was originally designed and intended, and same thing with the Scooby Doo two that like yeah. they just like eventually were like now nah, we're gonna make more money if it's rated PG. But like I'd love to see that movie. Like I would watch that movie. I think it'd be. I great. would too. I would love to see it as well. Like, I want to know if there's like a cut of it out there, yeah, that's uh, or if it was yeah. just the script. Yeah, release release the R-rated Scooby Doo cut. That's what I want to see. Get that trend. And don't make it Velma. Twitter. Velma was not that good. <laughs> um. So yeah. So we get them all going to London. Uh, Scooby can't join because he's a dog, so he's gonna coach Shaggy. We also uh, get to meet Steve Looker, who's a pole vaulter who makes Fred insecure. Uh, and he no, but you missed you missed the important part. Steve Looker is good looking and a ladies' man, so hence the last name Looker. Daphne I like I saw that and I was like, him. there was a lot of times where I was watching this and I had to remember like this is actually meant for like ten year olds and like like the way that I'm watching it like not even with a child is like the not what they're expecting to happen. So like I think you sent me one of the questions that you do, but like. I figured out the twist immediately. Like I knew who the bad guy was immediately, but like, I'm also an adult who's astutely watching pop culture, like you said. So like, yeah. not a problem. I, I was trying to like keep those two things separate in my head of like, Oh, this is so predictable. This is so stupid. And being like, no, you're an idiot. This is meant for children. Like just watch it and enjoy it. Like you, you stone. No, but, <laughs> Sorry. Chris. But even like, as um, just rewatching, I was like, Oh no, I figured this one out. Like within, the first introduction of the character but then i'm like remember yeah. did they try to make it like more compact since it's a tv show episode usually like the movies they try to drag it on a little bit um but like no i i figured this one out so quickly and i was like so proud of myself but then i was like wait this is for kids stop stop like <laughs> exactly i was like your... oh man it's definitely the announcer he doesn't want his record broken and i was like yeah, like, like it's, it's just a lot. It, it was just very funny in that in that way. And it's like me being the asshole. Is like I even found out the motive, but it's like no, of course that's like like I I figured it out because of the motive. I didn't even figure out like it was him like technology wise. But um, I did yeah, think exactly. this was like a strong written episode, even for a kids show. Like they tied it back. Like it was like it, paint by numbers a little bit mystery wise, but like they even had. I thought the little Godzilla snippet. So because they get attacked by the monster. Um, and it's like the statue Fortius uh, who comes to life. And then while uh, it's attacking like Olympic Village, basically, Scooby and Shaggy are watching gladiator Saurus marathons. And it's like the same mechanism. We find out that the bad guy was able to like create that same machine using the prop from the movie he was in. So I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of well uh, wrapped yeah, up. Yeah, it, it's clever. There's a strong, I would say, A and B plot. I will say like the C plot. Um is like very thin and like really kind of gets the short shrift because it's a 25 minute episode. And it's like, because honestly, if it were any stronger than even children would know who the bad guy was. But yeah. like, I, I thought the A story obviously with Shaggy was quite enjoyable. Um, uh, obviously I thought I actually even enjoyed the B the B plot with like the Steve Looker and then what's his name? Um, Fred. Doing 
Fred doing the like the pole vault vaulting and all that stuff. Um, so that really worked for me, and I, I just enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it was a good time. It was like definitely not like I mean, I just came off of watching Music of the Vampire, and I definitely enjoyed this a lot more than that. Um, so it's like all relative. Also, like I mean, it's not gonna be a negative if it's a twenty-two minute episode as opposed to like an hour and a half movie because yeah, they really I, I cut all the fat. Yeah, it's it's especially like again, especially as watching it as an adult, because you're like, you don't have to misdirect me. Like I'm an adult, I can handle just like figuring it out, and it, it's compact. It gets the job done, and it, and it's entertaining. And like, um, yeah, I enjoyed myself watching this. Yeah. Um. So we get to the next. Would I watch another and... one? Probably not, but whatever. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, you already did your Scooby Doo appearance. Uh, we can find yeah. something else to talk about. We have to get another. What's the other decom that you really wanted to do that like I haven't covered yet? We did Brink last year, of course. Uh, Johnny check Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. That's the one that you want to talk about. There you go. For sure. Yeah. Okay. We'll, I'd also we'll watch uh, the Even Stevens movie, the famous Jet Jackson. You know, all the classics. All the classics. Uh, but if you I will say, it out, I was. I... Sorry. Go ahead. I was going to plug your podcast, uh, The Brink oh, Appearance, and I'll put it in the show notes. Uh, but yeah, definitely check out Robbie on his latest Brazilian Dragon podcast appearance. And then what were you going to say? I was going to say, I was actually just, I was pre- we were prepping for this podcast, and I was thinking about that podcast, how, um, like, I, I remember you, like, weren't as familiar with Brink because it was probably, like, a elder millennial decom yeah. movie as opposed to, like, a, a later one. And then, like, I was reading, I've read, like, top 50 lists, and, like, Brink always comes in at one one or two, so I'm like very proud that I'm yeah. there. Oh, I, I, actually, uh, it, I will say my number one that we should do is Xenon uh, Girl of the 21st Century, if you're into Ooh, watching that. That's a good one I haven't done yet. Like, it's been like in pre-production. It's been development hell for a while. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yes, well, we I'm can stop talking about possible movies and we can get back to talking about us. It's Not the Kim Possible We already did that one. But so Fred and Daphne and Velma go off to investigate um and uh meanwhile scooby and shaggy are prepping scooby is the kind of coach that i would want like he's just like eat and like yes i'm a fat ass please like i was very much that's the only thing that bothered me about this is shaggy like eats like i do and doesn't ever gain weight like that metabolism yeah they're the same i have that problem where like i have skinny friends and i'm just like fuck you for being able to do this can i curse i can stop cursing i don't care okay um the I actually like to give Sco- a real a real thing. First off, I'm looking at Wikipedia. Do you know Scooby's real name is Scoobert? I did not know that. I think I did know that. Yeah. Do you know Shaggy's <laughs> real name? Well, uh, no, I don't. It's Norville. Norville. Okay. Um, wow. Um, okay, but I think what is kind of amazing with Scooby Doo is that, especially like in this episode, is that. He actually like accurately diagnoses Shaggy's skill for running. He's like, "Oh, you only run fast when you're afraid," and like, and then like finds a way to motivate him. I'm like, for a dog, he's pretty. He's a pretty good coach. Like even with the eating, he's like a pretty good coach. Yeah, because Shaggy doesn't. It doesn't matter if he eats a lot. Like he still will run if he's scared. And like I don't yeah, know, exactly. Scooby, Scooby, smart coaching. Like someone should hire him. Yeah. Well, I think he's only. So, I think you. I think you would be fine with the rest of the the mystery gang, uh, the mystery team. But I don't know if he would be able to coach people that he doesn't really know that well. That's valid. That's valid. Um, so Fred, Daphne, Velma look around the village. Da- Diane tells them that there were rumors of the statue being haunted, and that's one of the reasons she invited them to all join Shaggy with them. Uh, the ice cream stand isn't destroyed though, and then it made me want ice cream. <laughs> um, 
I now want ice cream. <laughs> uh, Let's go get ice cream. Sure. Oh my God. So the other day I was very high and my friend Karina picked me up. We went to uh, get some food and then right next door was a Ben and Jerry's. I ended up getting two Ben and Jerry's because the first one was so good. And I had, so I was like, more for me. Um, uh, so anyways, uh, they, uh, before the finals are starting, uh, Velma is asking Steve about Igor Drozdov, who's another pole vaulter. Um, and we also see that in this moment, Fred uh, tries to pole vault using Steve's lucky pole vault. Um, and then it snaps in half. And I'm like, Fred, how are you not in the hospital? You fell. And I was like, oh, he's going to land on the mat. He'll be fine. And I was like, oh, no, he fell. Yeah, the there season. are sequences with the pole vault where you're like, okay, someone would get very, very injured if they did what they're talking about. But again, cartoon. So it's okay. Cartoon. <laughs> I, I I love animation. You can do some fun mm -hmm. things like uh, save their insurance. Uh, that's something that still bothers me. I was hoping that this would give me some sense of what their insurance is like, <laughs> like both for their individual health plans as well as like uh, property destruction whenever they do their like their, like mystery things. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I would say that Velma is probably smart enough to have um, to have have a pretty good insurance policy for the group. I think that Shaggy does not have his own. Shaggy has no medical insurance. This is this is pre-Obamacare days. There's no way that he um, has insurance. There's just zero chance. Mm -hmm. No, uh, Shaggy, Shaggy, he, he probably, if he were to have it, Velma would organize everything or he... Yeah, like she's I, paying for it behind his back and he gets sick and yeah. he's like, oh, what am I going to do? And, she, and she's like, oh, don't worry, you have insurance. I've been paying for it. <laughs> or taking money out of your paycheck to pay for it. Uh, do Velma's they get paid? Like, no, but... I feel like they're loaded. Like they don't go everywhere they go. Like also Daphne and Fred definitely have rich parents. Okay. Yeah. Like, that's a, how Daphne if you're dresses. wearing an ascot, you have, you have, yeah, you're yeah. hundred percent right. Um, they fly around the world. Like they go on all these adventures. They, they have to like have be bankrolling in some capacity. Maybe they have a weed business and that's like <laughs> gentrified read before it was cool. They're the biggest distributors on the West coast. And like, they're just like, <laughs> Uh, so we get to the, like, there's, like, standard Scooby-Doo shenanigans. And then uh, Velma's like, oh, the pole was cut and glued. Um, the Shaggy, uh, and, oh, there's not Shaggy, Sergey. They're suspicious of Sergey, Igor, and Diane because they're not, they weren't there when the last Bordius attack happened. And the gang ends up searching for clues at night in the sewers. They find tire tracks. Uh, they... Shaggy starts bolting because he sees a statue of 40s, but it's we got to find out the real statue, not the robotic, uh, the special effects department statue. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I think that this was the part of the show where I got a little like, okay, let's let's get to it. Like, Wrap it up. Yeah, this is the part where like I fully figured it out. I'm like, let's get to the, like the the third act, like fun of this. Yeah, I feel like uh, if you if you figure out the Scooby Doo villain so early on, it's kind of just like okay, let's get to the reveal at this point. But like, there yeah. are movies where like I'm like I need a little bit more time. Don't tell me who he's at. Like even as an adult, <laughs> there are definitely some experiences. Like I'm like, oh no, I think I have it. I'm almost there. Uh, but then once you figure it out, that's like when like okay, let's get to the final sequence. Yeah, um, like I got this. Like I don't need all these Mister X. I I know I know who we're going. Like you don't so need we're going to. to like you don't need to Go interview ahead. like the uh, vaguely Eastern European people. Like, like I, I know that they're not the bad guys. Mm -hmm. uh, they went to the sewers in the scene. Um, are you excited for a future sewer uh, property coming to this, uh, the big screens later this year, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie? I did not know that there was a TMNT movie coming out. Um, 
No, definitely watch the excited. trailer. It's like it's animated in an interesting way. It's giving like into the okay. Spider Verse. Um, Seth Rogen's okay. producing it. Uh, okay, so it's you're like you're selling me here. Check out the trailer. I was a huge Ninja Turtles fan as a kid. Yeah, um, that's why I asked. I was like, I feel like it's hard for Michelangelo, obviously. Um, uh, but yes, so okay, I will check out the trailer and let you know. Yeah, and I'll text it. I'll be like text you in a couple of days. Be like, what you think? If you, I don't hear from you. Yeah. Um, Perfect. So we get um, uh, the next day. Shaggy's getting to worry because he's like, I'm not fast because I'm not scared. And then Scooby's like, I'm gonna dress up. And then he starts chasing them and. The police officers like knock Scooby down, and then he's like, "Wait, but that's not me!" And then it starts running. And then these dumbasses, the London police, try tasering a metallic statue. I'm like, "A cab, where are the brains?" <laughs> that's that's a cad. All cops are dumb, to be perfectly fair. <laughs> True. Um, that's a different. That's a different then problem. The gang ends up trapping them because Shaggy, instead of running to the finish line, he goes and like uh, vaults around and like catches the bad guy, and then. Uh, they uh, see the also like if it wasn't clear before the statue does a giant pole vault into the stadium seating. <laughs> um, so we find out it's Jack Riggins. He dressed up as Fortius to make Steve quit the games because he didn't want his record broken. Um, and Shaggy was like, "Okay." Uh, Steve was like, "Oh, uh, you're very brave and kind for like ruining your chances at a gold medal to come save me." And Shaggy's like, "Oh, no worries, but you better promise me to break that loser's record or whatever he called him." Um, and then he does, and that's kind of the end of the episode. He gets gold, and we get the Scooby Dooby Doo and credits. Um, anything from this final act that you very much had commentary on? How long does this guy go to jail for? Um, he attempted murdered a bunch of people. Uh, what, what, what kind of punishment is this guy looking at? I'm always interested in this, right? Because it's actually something we don't discuss as often as we probably should, but uh, the crime. So he like destroyed uh, Olympic City, which is probably like a billion dollar corporation uh, yeah. with between all the like media sponsorships and the advertising money that goes yeah, into Yeah, sheer destruction. Uh, he like crushed things. He, I like, think that's at least five years, hundreds, let alone attempted yeah. murder. Oh, I think it's probably more. He's probably He probably has caused like tens of millions of da- dollars of damages. He's definitely getting stripped of his medal. Yeah, I don't. What the funny thing is, I don't know. I don't know if the World Games would strip him of the medal. I don't think that's that's. Uh, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't take steroids, so that's not a problem. But um, yeah, I I, I always watch it. Like I, it's so funny. I I wonder also is there like an arcane asylum um for Scooby Doo villains where they're all like just sitting there complaining. They're all just like old men who run amusement parks and they're like, <laughs> like they're, they're, they're like, definitely. Uh, it wasn't for those kids. The plot of the second one is that uh, Tim Blake Nelson, right? He steal he leaves jail, and then he's after them with all these like old monsters that they fought. Uh, oh, so like okay. there is definitely they, someone should like capitalize on this. Like there's so much IP that like they want to capitalize. They're gonna redo all the Harry Potter books, but there's like so much Scooby Doo stuff that you can explore and make it like edgier in a better way than Velma. Like you could do like the Scooby Doo villains series, like where they like try yeah. to get them. Like you could do like the adult like friends if you want to recreate friends but make it scooby-doo themed like there's a show these in there. are all like, the kind of things that like we all want and will never happen this is like when yeah. people are like why don't they do like a like a like a marauders uh like it should be like uh james potter and his friends um in harry potter and when they're in school or like it, they just always choose the worst idea like even i was like looking at the hunger games trailer for the new hunger games movie i'm like there is so much material here. Like, I could have just watched, like, 
a different character go through the Hunger Games, and it would have been yeah. like equal equally as interesting. And no, we get we get like an origin story for the big bad, and I'm just like, oh, this is so stupid. <laughs> yeah, I would literally watch a Hunger Games movie like with characters I don't know every year. Like if they just have to yeah. play the Hunger Games, it's just like a rinse and repeat formula that works. Yeah, like and maybe I mean I, like I'm obsessed eventually. with those kind of. I'm obsessed with those kind of movies, like um, Belko experiment. It's like it's a reality show. That's why. Yeah, it, it's it's a reality show. It's like I I am obsessed with any of these like Hunger Games esque movies where it's like everyone needs to a die. Fan of those, like, it's like a superhero slash like um, cartoon trope, where it's like oh they're all like something is weird happening, and then one by one they go missing. Were you a fan of those yeah. specific episodes? Because I was like, yeah. I think that was like my first taste of like, oh, I like this kind of like format where like the dynamic changes based on someone being removed. And yeah, exactly. Like it's, I mean, like you said, it's a reality TV show layout and that's why we probably um, like enjoy it and kind of uh, flock to it because it's, it's what we're into. Once we go offline, let me d- give you a pitch of something that I'm workshopping in terms of a story that uh, I would love your uh, take on. Sure, I'd love, still love workshop to give you an idea, but um, so yeah, that's the episode. Um, anything else to add about this? I mean, Fred comes clean to Steve, and then he's like, "Oh, I knew that from like jump. Like you're not that slick, dude." <laughs> um, yeah, Steve oh, Looker, like honestly, a really nice guy. I think like he he immediately gets a bad rap because you're like, "Oh, this is the good looking athlete." You know what he? He likes to read. He's trying to read every book. Um, it's taking because there's a lot of downtime in pole vaulting. Um, he's very nice to Fred when he doesn't need to be. He can be a real jerk to him. Um, I, Steve Looker, really, really just nice guy. Like uh, you sh- I expected way less from him. Yeah, no, uh, it's definitely I, I, one of the more likable like himbos that Daphne is into. Because um, some of them are like weird, like the vampire one. It was this like emo goth vampire guy actor and. I was like, ew, it's kind of gross. Was it was um, Daphne the one going after him? Or was it Velma? I thought Velma was. Like, I think oh, we were both were, books. but like, usually books. it's like Daphne who goes. Except a couple movies yeah. ago, Velma literally fell in love with Carson from Survivor. Um, okay, so like basically the boy version of her. <laughs> oh. Gotcha. That's a yeah. that's a huge trope, also. Like, but don't need to get me started yeah. on that one. All right, so let me get. Uh, oh, I need to pull up my uh, other note. Okay um i need to pull up our spreadsheet so we can do some of these shenanigans so you also knew that it was jack what's his last name jack riggins no idea but i absolutely knew who that guy was. i knew the first time i saw him the first time he's like wow you're gonna break my record i'm like he's gonna be the bad guy <laughs> yeah so robbie gets a point for the co-host spot so it's currently 28 to 27.5 as you can tell it's pr- not that difficult of a game uh generally Seems i feel like i get it pretty like 70 of the time yeah um <laughs> So uh, let's go to our MVPs and LVPs. Now, Robbie, as our guest, I'm going to give you the floor. Would you like to go first or second with the MVP or the LVP? And then I'll go I'm first. I'm going to go – I'll go first with the LVP. All right. So let me start Is off with Is that confusing? Is that okay? Yeah, that's totally cool. Okay, MVP, you can start with the MVP. I, you start with the MVP then. Cool. Um, so I – like just to tell you who I'm considering, I think uh, I'm consi- – I mean, I think it's – as I'm trying to even make a case for any of the other four, it's Scooby. Scooby gets the job done. Uh, he is a smart coach. Like at the end of the day, uh, he got what was needed to be done. Like, yes, Fred, Daphne, Velma, Shaggy all have their parts in capturing the bad guy. Now I'm talking myself out of it. I don't know. Who are you giving your MVP to? Um, I, you know what? I, I think my initial, my initial thought was Shaggy. 
Um, and I think Shaggy. I'm going to stick with Shaggy. I think that um, his skill running is what gets them kind of the the faux invite to the World Games, of course. Um, he also gives up a gold medal at the at the World Games to save a life um, at the end of the episode. Um, and also, he's just very fast. He's uh, an Olympic Olympic or World Game quality runner. So I'm going to give it to Shaggy, I think, my my number. And like I said, the, the most memorable joke was when – and it was kind of like a, not a good the Jamaica joke, one? but it was like I found him was the Jamaica joke. I was just like, this is yeah. so stupid, but also I love it. I thought he yeah, was going to make a bobsled right. joke. That's what I thought he was going to do. I thought so too. I was waiting for it. Um, but uh, like I joined their bobsled team, but basically so yeah. just to hit the joke, um, they are doing the opening ceremonies of the World Games and Shaggy uh, hangs out with the Jamaican team. And then he's like, hey, man. Um, or whatever yeah, he basically said. he's like, oh, it's me and the Jamaican. Jamaica. I'm like, okay, cool. Um, do you have a strong stance on your LVP so far? Yeah, there's no doubt in my mind. This person was wallpaper during the episode. Also, shout out to Fred for for honestly having a good run and borderline MVP candidate, but not really. Um, Daphne. Daphne is the obvious LVP. She doesn't even effectively do anything because, like you said, normally she's the one with like who falls in love with the guy with the name like good looking. Um but Velma is a more interesting love interest for that guy and also falls in love and with that guy or is like attracted to him. And then at least Velma like solves the case. Like I feel like Daphne basically doesn't do anything. Like I think it's like yeah. the writers. Are the she gets some Daphne of the credit though. Cause like she was like, oh, oh, we found the hydraulic fluid. And I was like, no, you didn't. That was Velma. Yeah, exactly. It, it's a lot of like, it's a lot of like uh, group project vibes from Daphne, this one where she's like, she's yeah. getting the A minus, but like really should get bumped down to the B plus because she didn't really participate. I, I, Daphne's my girl. Like she was one of my first celebrity crushes. Um, <laughs> Is, uh, she celebrity crush? Is she what? a celebrity crush? Is she a celebrity crush or a fictional heard, crush? Fictional character <laughs> cartoon crushes. But like, I mean, Besides, like, Stephanie Tanner and Victoria Justice, I didn't really have any celebrity crushes until I was, like, in middle school. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, it was, like, mostly cartoon characters, right? Because, like, I watched more cartoons growing up. I'm trying to think, I is there that. anyone else? This is a conversation. For, like, we could we should do a podcast, top, like, uh, celebrity crush bracket. Kim Possible? Ooh, yeah. Um, Danny Phantom, obviously. <laughs> he was hot. Um, uh, and so but I can't really argue Daphne like uh, like Fred did stuff like Fred is easy to knock on but if he's like actively having a good moment in the movie or show that I'm talking about I don't think it's fair to give Fred like um, an LVP here when he doesn't really deserve it uh, so I'll also double down on Daphne here uh, and Daphne is usually in the clear in terms of like oh she doesn't really get a ton of LVPs and it's and if she does it's usually she's either super unlikable or super like bland and like irrelevant so like, so is, is the way like, this works that you pick you pick the mvp and i pick the lvp basically how that works uh, or like each of our votes count each of our votes count yeah so you're gonna be in the guest okay. column so here gotcha, you're gotcha. Point gave to like shaggy it used to be like oh okay. uh, i just wanted to make sure my have... shaggy point was ca- was was counted that's my was my only worry no, your shaggy point got him. Uh, Very excited. He, he got him tied with the number of LVPs he has from the guests. Wow. Also, as our guest, though, I'm not allowed to give any bonus points, but if you have a bonus point that you want to give to either in the MVP, LVP category, or both, uh, feel free. I I really would like to give my bonus point to Fred. I, I didn't think... Oh, I meant like in terms of like the background characters. Oh, background characters? Oh, yeah. Uh, good-looking guy. Uh, good-looking Steve. Steve, Steve looking. I think that he, he comes across as like 
his he set up as a dumb jock who is going to embarrass Fred, and when in reality he is a uh, a learned man who is really just kind of supporting Fred and wants him to kind of like try something new and like he's very supportive, like he's not evil. I think that he was a delightful like secondary character and deserves a little bit of a, a bit of a shine in this episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, any bonus LVPs or there's not really anyone else that you can think of? No, pretty I think everyone else. Uh, yeah, pretty weak background cast. I mean, I enjoy a good fake, like I said, Eastern European accent is always enjoyable. Um, but yeah, nothing else kind of really jumps out to me in this one. All right. So let's get to our last part, the Scooby-Doo Spooky Games score. So uh, any increments, 0.25 going up. Zero to five is the scale, except I made a rule a couple of years ago that you're not allowed to go uh, a full zero. You can only go 0.25 just for the data purposes. Uh, honestly, like, can I give an NA? Like, I, I don't think I have, like, sh- is this, like, that's kind of a lazy take, but I just, like, don't, like, I don't know what the number would be. I, is it just 2.5? Because I'm, like, it was I mean, how would you rate it on Letterboxd? <laughs> like, as oh, an experience, oh, are you talking about the episode or... or- are you talking about the episode, or are you talking about the um, like I thought you said the like the audio, like the like music? Am I making this up? Oh no, no, sorry, the the episode. My bad. Oh, the episode. Okay, I would give it. Let's give it a two point five. Two point two five. Let's two point two five. That's a um, solid number. Especially. Be- Go ahead. Yeah, the reason being, like, I, I definitely, like I said, the second act didn't really work for me because I already figured it out. And I think it took me a little time to, like, wrap my head around, like, okay, you're an adult kind of thing. Um, it, it, it was pleasant. I didn't, I didn't uh, dislike it. But I have to take it down to a little bit below middle because I don't have the intention of ever watching another episode or another movie. So, like, if I, were, if I gave it anything higher, I would almost feel obligated to be like, oh, yeah, that means I want to check out more. And I was like, this yeah. is pleasant. I've had a great time podcasting with you, but like, don't need to watch this ever again. No, that's totally valid. I think my stance is just going to be a little different because I have seen all of these going up. Um, yeah, of course. So, uh, and I'm just kind of rating it based on the things that I would kind of rank it around. And I think this is a solid four. Uh, this was like one of the, this was tight. I think that helps it that it's so short, uh, but uh, it's, it's not the best. It's like, solid it's like a b i think it's a b scooby doo episode like i've seen better and i've seen a lot worse so that's why i'm giving it a four yeah i feel like if i were with you like i almost feel a little harsh in my rating at this point but But like i think i'm rating just like in in a in a like in a generic like sense um if i'm rating truly based on like this one episode of this show in the context of this show i probably would rate it higher because it's just like it was enjoyable like i said i've said it a couple times it was plenty enjoyable there were decent laughs i i enjoyed myself but like that's so like, yeah. If I were you, I would I understand your your ranking there. Yeah, but that's it. That's Scooby Doo Spooky Games, our little uh, Olympic detour or World Games detour. World Robbie, Games, have... Felipe. World, world games. games. I'm gonna have to sue uh, you, man. Honestly, I don't expect nothing less from you uh, coming, <laughs> coming for me because you're a marketing person. You like no, you have to get the branding right, otherwise you're gonna get yeah. in trouble. Easy, easy uh, to sue, man. Easy to sue you. Are you going to be getting your popcorn out for the next World Games? Oh, yeah, of course. I'll be ready for the next oh. World Games. When is it? Two um, years from now? What, what, would, what should the <laughs> sequel of this episode be? Like, what would Scooby and Shaggy, like, if they went to another Olympics, like, what kind of activity would you want them to have the monster be surrounded by? Like, synchronized swimming? Um, I See, I, I, my brain went to, like, a marathon, like the New York City Ooh. Marathon. 
where Ooh. it's like it sticks with the running theme, but it's like there's more people. It's in a bigger city. Um, that's where that's where my brain went. But we could probably do even better than that. I mean, the logical yeah. uh, the logical next step would be the the big game, aka the Super Bowl. Um, that that would be a possible good location. Any any kind. Of I'm wondering if they've ever had a Super Bowl Super Bowl episode of Scooby Doo. They probably must have. Like they've had. They've had I would I would probably guess that they have to. Like they used to have the Harlem yeah. Globetrotters on. Yeah, that's another thing that I know. I just I know that I know I know that the Harlem Globetrotters had a crossover with Scooby Doo, and that's why the Harlem like the, the fake Harlem Globetrotters are on Futurama as like a like reference to that. Mm-hmm. So I also knew that. <laughs> we love it. We love it uh robbie uh what can people where can the people keep up with you uh you have anything going on plus i know this is like the whole point of your podcast but what is a pop culture plug that people should be watching right now or reading or listening to uh maybe something that you Mm. haven't discussed on your podcast that you think people should check out i don't know um that's a tough that's a tough one um you you know what i'm gonna be a hater because that's what i do best um don't watch don't watch jury duty it's not good i don't know why people like it it's, it's i i'm I here really, for it I, I haven't i haven't seen it i'm like of the things that like i want to watch this is low on the priority list uh but like i love the spicy take what 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 about it do you not like i'm curious because i just going i, I just it. think it's so like the joe schmo show did it better and they did it 20 years ago so i would just tell you to watch that my my problem with the show is that it doesn't really know what it wants and it was in, I was on Twitter, and I think like Gabby Pascuzzi actually tweeted something, and I was like, "Yes, that is my take." Um, my problem with it is that like, okay, so the idea is that everyone is acting, and then there is this guy who doesn't know what's going on. And I get it if you're giving an interview and you're with that guy, you have to stay in character. But when he is not there, you shouldn't still be in character. Like I know that you're not this person, so like that's what really bothers me. It's like I I want you to be giving interviews to the camera, being like oh, I did this because I didn't want Felipe to realize that I was doing X, not like pretending to be something else. I'm like, you're, it doesn't make any sense. It, it's just very frustrating to me. Well, I have a theory because I just saw that Ronald signed with an agent or something. I'm like, oh, Ronald's going to become super unlikable in like three years. Watch. Three years? He's going to get milkshake ducked in like three months. Uh, well, like, Ronald, the, the I, only, think, the- I think the... Go ahead. Go the ahead. only faster fall was like Jerry from Cheer. Like, there's no one. Like, like I don't think he's gonna be that bad. But like, but like, he's gonna get this guy's gonna get milkshake ducked real hard. He's gonna like. There's gonna be some take from 2012 where he's like, oh, like Obama isn't America. Like, isn't was born in Kenya or something like that. And be like, oh, of course. Like, <laughs> what else? Should and if we I'm have wrong, expected? prove me wrong. But I feel like this guy's like <laughs> he's just signed with an agent. He's either gonna go big time Hollywood and people are gonna be like, oh, Jerry, like uh he's <laughs> get out of here like ben platt or he's gonna um be uh like l- canceled <laughs> i'm not i'm not I, uh, everyone loves him he's a very nice guy like i think what's really gonna happen is he's gonna be in like an oreos commercial or something like that like or like he'll like become an influencer and like that that's what yeah. will happen to it for him and he like gives you know guy what? from the bachelor that him. is super likable and then gets on tiktok yeah you know, here you know who his comp is. His comp is Joey from the season one of The Circle. That is, or like, or like, or like, shoe bomb. Like, like these like very oh. nice, fun characters who like we liked, but then like I don't want to see them in any other context because I don't want to stop liking them. And I think that's yeah. what's going to happen to him. It's like once you see him in a different context, you're gonna be like, oh, he's not really as nice as I thought he was. And also like he's also like a normal human being, which is fine, but whatever. Um, yeah. 
a lot of jury duty hate from me. I'm sorry, but like that's just my take. I I'm here for me. the take because I've only heard glowing reviews, and I'm like, okay, I know. maybe now I don't. I know that that's what makes me even angry. Listen to podcast about it. Yeah, it's like when Nomadland everyone liked, and I was like, this this movie is hot garbage. Like, get away from me. <laughs> yeah, no, I I feel sometimes that way, like about like different like reality TV takes. It's like I feel like I'm so against the grain, but like with movies and TV shows, I haven't found something yet. Or if I have, I haven't thought of it yet, but. Like I, I mean, okay. Everyone says this is mine. Like I love Succession. I think it's a great show, but I don't think it's the great best thing since sliced bread. I thought Better Call Saul was much better, and people are like, yeah. And I think at that point you're like splitting hairs, and like I do find sometimes something like like the passion I'm showing anti jury duty is not a reflection of like how bad the show actually is because I don't think it's really that bad. It just like that didn't work for me. And because it's like going against the grain me, because everyone's so yeah. obsessed with it. That- it becomes more fun when everyone's like, this is the best thing. And I'm like, no, this is trash. When in reality, I'm like, yeah. oh, this is just a show I didn't really enjoy. So I stopped watching. And like, like, it, like I don't want to yuck your yum, yuck anyone's yum. Like, go ahead and watch it. Like, go for it. You're yeah, I feel like I'm usually very like, meh that's like my mentality for things if i don't like it it's usually meh it has to be actively like something i really was bored by or did not enjoy that i like go against something uh but like i i also do like tend to like find myself going against the grain just because i hate groupthink and i'm like no everyone should have like like i want to know why you think it's good not like just because oh it's just like you know it's fun i'm like okay i mean the thing is i'm better than everyone so that's why like i don't like it but what are you gonna do um, um so in terms of you? where you could find me going back to your original question um <laughs> you can follow me on twitter at robbie underscore freeman um also please check out my podcast uh kickball friends as it's a lot of i mentioned fun. we yeah we cover ki- we cover kickball now we cover um <laughs> pop culture it, basically the biggest movies tv shows that come out each week any big pop culture news uh that's what we're usually talking about so um yeah that's, yeah, that's no, I, I definitely am a fan of Kickball Friends. They usually, like, hit the three biggest things of the week and then, like, do, like, side pieces on, like, the smaller stuff. Uh, like, for this last week, they did Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3, uh, Sisu, uh, something else. I, I wanted to listen to it, uh, but I haven't gotten around to that. I think there was also something that I'm not caught up on on that one, but I wanted to hear Summer your Guardians take so badly. You watch Summer so. House? <laughs> Summer House, no. What was – there might have been something else. Oh, that Silo one. Silo was the other show? Silo is the other show we covered. The new Apple TV show. Is it like, it's only only two episodes have come out, right? Only two episodes right now, yeah. No big spoilers? Um, No, I don't think we can like Nothing like earth shattering that like I need to experience for the first time without being, no. okay. Then I'll, I'll check it out, good. Cause like yeah. a lot of them, I'll see like one of the big shows that I'm behind on in the title. I was like, no. Um, I'm pretty sure it's like, we speak very like cryptically about what's going on. Cool. It's like also well, then like- I'm setting- yeah, because I like hearing your Marvel takes. Because usually I'm on the same page as you. Like I thought, Quantumania was not good. Um, yeah. uh, like usually the things you're high on, I'm high on. The things that you're low on, I'm low on. Oh, so I appreciate. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, in terms of me, you can follow this podcast at what at Brazil Dragon Pod on all social media. Me personally, you can check out all social media at What the Fleep. Especially my Instagram is where I do a lot of my self promotion for like when I'm performing comedy at Flappers or other locations here in Southern California. Uh, getting booked on some shows there, which is super exciting. And do you do um, stand up or, or yeah. improv or would you I stand, do stand up? up? Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, I can send you one of them if you want. Uh, I, I wanted love, to post it on my TikTok it. and then put the TikTok on my Twitter, but I got lazy. Uh, <laughs> <but> yeah. Sounds <laughs> like um, a lot of work. <laughs> I, I TikTok the way you edit videos on TikTok confuses me and it hurts my brain so much, and I need Nicole to help me. <laughs> 
Um, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, and then in terms of the Brazilian Dragon, we're going to keep chugging along. You can follow us on all social media at Brazil Dragon Pod, your favorite podcast app. If you want to go give star ratings and reviews to Kickball Friends and Brazilian Dragon Podcast, that would be fine and dandy. Uh, and uh, we're on YouTube now. So, like and subscribe to stay up to date on all different podcasts that I'm doing. Continue to do Scooby-Doo podcasts, still banking some episodes for Media Made Me, which is I'm super excited to release. And uh, my pop culture plug is going to be um, the weather. If it's nice outside, go take a walk or go to the pool or do something. I don't know. That's like super LA of me to say, but I was at the pool earlier today and it was where I watched the Scooby-Doo movie and it was a good time. Um, also, Felipe, I didn't get to comment on this because I just saw it, but the picture in your Gmail is absolutely incredible. Um, you, really? you don't have a beard. You're very. You look very, very young. It's very funny. Okay, so keep it. Or yeah, should I update it? Because I feel like I no. need new headshots. <laughs> uh, so I mean, like you might. If you, if you need headshots to make sure you look like you do now, like that might be a reason to do it. But like, it was just okay. funny seeing a picture of you from maybe what, like five years ago. Three years ago, yeah. Three and a half. Okay, but the, but the lack of beard is a big difference, I think. Also, my face was bigger. <laughs> um, then I'm very happy for you, then. We stand a king who can, uh, who can lose weight. <laughs> it's hard, especially when you get the munchies. <laughs> I respect, I respect, respect. Honestly, it's the ADHD medication. I didn't really do much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, and then uh, what, what am I? Uh, oh, my pop culture plug, the weather, and also, I don't know, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is still in theaters. Go watch that. Do yourself a favor. I liked it. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I enjoyed it. No spoilers. Did you like it or no? Or like, because uh, I'm going to listen to the podcast, so I'll hear all your takes. Thumbs up. I enjoyed but it. Yeah. With that said, Call we're going to hop back into the. What? Oh, yeah. We are we, are we friends on Letterboxd? Each other on Letterboxd? We'll I have to get on, on that. Okay. I think I'll we might. Uh, we'll, we'll check it out. Okay. We'll fix that in post. Um, with that said, we're going to hop back into the mystery machine and off we go to our next adventure. Goodbye, everyone.